It's the Paul Patterson and Tom Scallon podcast show. They're talking the walk and not about sloppy, sloppy Joes. So, talking walk, talk, talking walk. Talking walk, talk, talking walk. Talking walk, talk, talking walk show. Welcome back to Talking the Walk, episode 84. Cowboys versus Hawkeyes. I am Paul Patterson. And I'm Tom Scallon, in case you I, forgot. And I apologize for the, uh, if I blew your speakers out, um, I was gifted for my birthday a couple of weeks ago by co-host Tom Scallon, uh, a microphone. So now I, I would imagine I'm coming in crystal clear into your ears right now through the speakers because of this new microphone. So just so everybody's aware, we all have microphones now. Yeah, I, I don't know if uh, Barry White ever sounded so good. <laughs> Does Lee have a microphone? Well, Lee talks into that got a headset. microphone. Yeah, the headset microphone. So I don't know if that counts. Well, it's got to count. We're counting it. So it doesn't matter. It counts. Well, I don't know if it's as good as quality as our microphones. I Well, I don't know that he spent any money on it. So you're right. I think it is not as good a quality. Um, anyway, excited to be back. Excited to have a, a microphone sitting in front of me and... Hopefully it sounds good. So again, Jake Brown, thank him for the original music, Bailey Bishop, original artwork, social media. That is Cole Hopkins. And got a little update coming here just after we get through these little announcements. Jill Martin in the fact checking and then Jeff Graby on the marketing. Speaking of marketing, our first t-shirt is out. If it's going live and I think you got two weeks to order and then I think it's another two weeks. So if, if, Everything's all said and done. I think it's either the first week or second week of October. If you order, um, and, and the link is found in both Instagram and Twitter at Talk and the Walk. And if you can click on that and you want to purchase a, a purple shirt for Talk and the Walk podcast, feel free. And one of the best parts is we, we don't have to do any of the, the touching of anything. You, you pay the, the company direct and then they ship it directly to you. When, it, when it's all closed and ready to go. So um, Cole Hopkins took care of that. And I don't know how many designs did we see? Three, four, one was white, one was purple. And then there were a couple of different things on the front that we changed. So, um, well, yeah, I mean, the, the skinny guy designed the white shirt. It was the other guys who said, let's have a purple shirt. Yeah, that's true. We finally hit though. I mean, at the end of the day, we finally hit what we said we were going to hit after we hit 10,000 listens or a hundred episodes. And obviously the 10, 10,000 episodes came or yes, 10,000 listens came first. So now we're on the t-shirt design. So boom, there we go. Get your talk in the walk t-shirts soon. Check the link in Instagram, check the link in Twitter and get an order. And little known, uh, little known side deal. If you, uh, get a talking walk shirt in the next week, you have a free spot at the fire pit. Ask Paul any question you want. Uh, that is untrue. <laughs> Not true. I thought that'd be a good one. That's false. That is false. Anyway, I do have a new microphone. I'm pretty excited about it. And so I thank you for that. Hopefully it sounds good. You're welcome. You're welcome. Watch update. So, so far since March, I have hit every monthly challenge. March, April, May, June, July, August. Interesting. 
July was miles. You had to get X number of miles. It was 179.7 because they basically said, quit being a pile. We're going to set the bar low. Then in August, it was you had to get 29 15-minute workouts in for the month of August. Okay. This month, it's back to miles again. However, it is 204.5 miles instead of that 179.7. So they've, they've upped the ante a little bit. And I think that's because I'm a little bit more active than what I was um, a while ago. So now wait, this is an honest question. I'm not, I'm not doing the rings thing. Um, does your watch change as you register how much activity, like if you only yes. got 150 miles, would it lessen it? Yes. And the interesting thing, because it wants you to get the goals. And the interesting thing is, is every week it gives you a summary of, of what your calories were for the week which is, which is the move category. Yes. So you have to do um, whatever your calorie is. If you, if you reach that goal every single day for all seven days, then the next week it'll say, do you want to set a new goal? And I don't remember if you, I don't know if you recall this, but I told, I, I kept saying yes every week until I finally got to the point, like, no, I don't want any more calories. It's tough to do that every day to get that ring close. So um, it, it bases it on, on where you're at. And, and then you get certain reminders during the day. Like yesterday, if I walked in the morning, I got up and I, and I crushed my, my exercise and my move goal. Today, it's going to tell me, remember yesterday, here's where you were. And it will also remind you, here's, today, here's a look at today's progress so far, meaning you haven't been moving, sir. Um, get moving. Well, if you ever have a step goal again, um, just show up with me around seven and we can see that all the doors are locked in the building and pack everywhere. You get your steps up. There's been a couple of days where I was at 10,000 by uh, 10 a.m. And what are you tracking on? Just your phone? Yeah. I just, just have a step app? app. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't sure Android, how that would go. Android health app that came with it. Yeah. Okay. You ready for the first question? Yes. What is your favorite part of fall? Well, I mean, football. Are we going for the non-obvious? No, whatever it is. Whatever your favorite part of fall is. Um, I Well, I thoroughly enjoy football. I mean, I, I enjoy, um, obviously, the coaching. You know, that, that has a little bit more stress to it and things like that. But I thoroughly enjoy um, getting to see the Hawkeyes and – I like pro football too. There's a lot of people that are just co- college fans versus pro, but you know, I, I like that too. I mean, it's much easier this year because all my hopes and dreams for the Cowboys were crushed two weeks ago when Tyrone Smith blew his hammy. So I'm not, I'm not expecting too much. Okay. I would, I would, Hawkeyes, you know, then the Hawkeyes, their leading scorer is the, the safety. So. I would say for me, favorite part of fall, warm days, cool nights. That is the, that's for me, the favorite part. Why? Because that is perfect fire pit weather. That is perfect football weather. Um, unfortunately, right now, it is also perfect allergy weather for me too. Which is now, when you're good. saying warm days, are you talking like, is today? An 70s. 80s, 70s. 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 Yeah. 70s and then, and then down 80s to the 50s. Yep. 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 I, I think that's the, that's the best part, in my opinion. Do you get okay. rid of your air conditioner? 
No. Turn that off? No. Not, not, it'll be a while before we turn it off. It'll be a while. Okay. We used to do it and then allergy-wise. Yeah. Oh, I'm it, that is, as much as I love the fall, I also dislike my allergies during that time. It's awful for me. No, I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be, for those of you listening, that would be a little bit of an inside joke as you are sneezing 12 times in a row at practice. And then I say, yeah, you have allergies. And you're like, no, I don't. Well, the only thing there is uh, since we've moved to the turf field, it's gotten a lot better. When we were out, oh, sure. on, uh, when we were out on the grass field, yes, there were days where I was sneezing over and over. Well, think about even today. How much I, my, my eyes were starting to, I mean, you, you get that little tickle in the back of your throat and your eyes start to itch a little bit, at least for me. Um, there was a significant difference between the grass and the turf. Um, second question, gas or wood fire pit? Well, I mean, we don't have a fire pit, so all we have is a gas fireplace. If I was going to choose. Yes. So then, yes, you, it would be choosing. I so I'm lazy. I'd want to do gas. I'm yes. worried that okay. I'd throw I'd throw the wrong log at the wrong time and be up too late. The uh, the smell, you know, and the smoke oftentimes also gets people when it comes to that. So um, if if you know me, you know the answer to this one without me actually having to answer it, which would be a wood uh, fire pit. I'm all in on burning any type of wood. Yes, any, correct. Wood like to burn as long as it burns. I'm good. <laughs> Okay. Are you ready for confession? Are you hopping in? I don't know. I got nothing to confess. All right. Strap yourselves in for this confessional. Okay. So several months ago, like six months ago, seven months ago, it might even be longer than that. I got a phone call from my bank, Woodford State Bank in Monroe, Wisconsin. I opened a checking account when I was 16 years old with my mother. One day, I still use the same bank. I get a phone call. Hey, uh, did you cash or did you write a couple checks for, for this amount to this place, this amount to this place? Yes, I did. Well, the checks you're sending us are bad. They have the wrong account number on them. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I go through and I look to see which checks, and I, I'm positive that we ordered them correctly. Everything was good. I go through, tell them exactly what checks are still coming, who they are made out to for the amount. They say, we'll get those through the, the very nice lady. Um, Tammy orders me a new set of checks. Okay. From Woodford State. Oh, are you that Paul Patterson that was here? She's younger. She's younger. So she couldn't remember. Now, now Donna Mandel, uh, who lives on Middle Judah Road, uh, would, would know who I was, but that's been a long time. Anyway, long story short, I got a phone call from a 608-325 number, which is Monroe, Wisconsin, 608 area code 325 prefix for Monroe. Didn't recognize it. It was, it was at practice one day. So the very next morning, as soon as I can, I call. Hey, Paul. Hi. Um, we've got some checks here that are bad, that, that were written to uh, a couple of people. They tell me the name. I have no idea who they are. So long story short, scammed. long story short, because those checks were bad, I threw them away. I didn't burn them. I, oh. didn't, I didn't, didn't destroy them. So they wrote a check for 600 and some odd dollars. And then they wrote a check for 400 and some odd dollars. Well, they come to, they come to Woodford State Bank. Well, the, the account number's wrong. So the bank that they cashed them at here 
gave them money, sending it to Woodford, hoping to get reimbursed and they're not going to get reimbursed. Okay. So they wrote two checks for about a thousand dollars. Fast forward three days. Guess what shows up at Woodford State Bank again? More checks. More checks. all of which is not coming out of my checking account because the the account number is wrong on the check. So the the bank that cashed them has got to go back after these people to try and get their money back, which is a significant amount in the last two weeks. Is that um, different banks that they're trying to cash them at? Same bank. Well, have they not figured that out? Did the your credit bank union. I think they bank? have now. I think they have now. It's a credit union. Credit union, yeah. So it, it is unbelievable. And I, you want to you make your heart sink? Have somebody read a name off of a check in which you have, and I'm air quoting here, but you have filled out and signed for them and it's not you. So lesson learned here, everybody. Even if the checks are bad and the account is incorrect, burn them or shred them. Well, the, the other lesson, Al Lammers, is quit writing <laughs> checks. Well, who writes checks? What are you doing? <laughs> that who was a confession a long time ago. Well, I write checks for my mortgage. I write checks for my truck. I write checks to DirecTV, all that stuff. I, it's I am, all protected I, with auto withdrawal and Thank you, Dale. I appreciate you helping me with understanding that. Yes, I get it. But I'm still a check writer. I can't help it. Just stop. Just don't do it. That's my confessional. I screwed up and somebody tried to take advantage of me. However, now one of the credit unions in the state of Iowa is going to have to go after the people for their money that they gave them. That doesn't exist. So in a way, you you got pretty lucky. 100%. 100%. Well, and to be honest with you, I mean, even all, all old checks and things like that I've got that are legitimate, it's this batch that was no good that I just, I obviously screwed up, should have, should have burned or shredded, um, but I didn't think anything of it because they were bad. So, or wrong, I should say, not bad, but wrong. Okay. Yeah. That's my confessional. Welcome to a little sliver of my world. Yeah. Um, same bank that you had since you're 16, despite <laughs> the fact you could probably go to a closer bank and you're still writing checks. That's a hell of a confessional. We, uh, we do have an account here. So I hope that makes you feel better. It's just my checking account is still my checking account. And side note, um, the check number that I have is accurate. That's how many checks I've written in my life. So that's an accurate number. Anyway, because you're not going to Casey's with your checks. No, 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 no. It, it is only the stuff that I have to mail in. That's the only thing I'm writing checks to. That's it. Yeah, I'm trying to justify that. Okay. High school sports. Cross country. Boys are absolutely crushing it. I see the latest cross country rankings came out in their second. I think they have the week off though, right? I thought they ran Thursday. This Thursday they do? Yeah. I didn't check... Uh flatness's list but okay i i saw mrs chase in fairway and i thought she said thursday he was running and that very well could be first time very well could be i just didn't um i didn't think that they were running um volleyball i don't know what this there was one nothing tonight 
Um, they're off to a strong start, um, playing really well in conference, even uh, off to a strong start. So all around good start for them. Girls swimming. First two things that I've seen, they've been they've been winning uh, or they have won. So also a good start for them. Boys golf competitive. I see today they just took second at the Atumwa Invitational. I'm not sure exactly how many teams were down there, but I see they took second. Uh, I know that they have missed a lot of school so far in this fall. Um, yes, they have. And then, and then football, uh, freshman and, and varsity off to a strong start in JV, trying to continually improve um, in, in uh, six games that everybody has played. So two, two, and two. And then, of course, we've got another home game on Friday night. Big one with Lewis Central coming to town. So that piece is, uh, oh, it's a big week. And that's really all there's to it. Okay. So Scallon is frozen. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk. Oh, there, now you're now unfrozen. Um, Non-sponsor for tonight episode called Cow Cowboys versus Hawkeyes. Texas Stadium opened in October of 1971 in the last game against the Baltimore Ravens was December 20th, 2008. Now, the interesting thing is, for whatever reason, I thought Christy and I were at the last game at Texas Stadium against the Detroit Lions like December 30th or December 31st. But according to, to the, the internet world, um, the last game was December 20th, 2008. I was only at one game at Texas Stadium. I've been to several games at AT&T Stadium down there for the Cowboys. So that's our non-sponsor, Texas Stadium, the original. And of course, why did they leave the roof partially open? So God could watch his team. Terrible. Anyway. Well, it, it is America's team. Well, yeah, apparently. On to the Papa Burger. So basically what this boils down to is college versus pros. What are the positives for pro football? What do you got? What do you got for positives for watching pro football? What angle are you talking? Just as a viewer? Yeah. Or a fan. You know, what, what, um, why would, why would somebody say that one, well, you even said, you know, I like watching college and pro football, even though some people are just one or the other at the beginning there. Yeah. I think pro football is uh, your team can always win. You know, I, I know teams end up one and 15, but it's professional and you know, they, they can play well. And more importantly, you could be the Cincinnati Bengals where your, your, your record is not very good for a couple of years, then it's okay. And then all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl because the NFL is all about uh, keeping competition fairly level. And then, you know, and they manage the talent. Acquisition. So I, yeah. So that, I think that's one, um, probably two positives right there. One, the, the game, you know, you don't see, you don't see uh, 30, 30 point spreads in the pros. You know, you see seven points and that's kind of big. I Whereas would say college, strange spreads. One of the other things that, that probably attracts people to the NFL is the draft. Oh, I agree. I, I get love, to see, I, love uh, I, I record the draft. You get to see, you know, basically the top 32 people picked, whereas college, you know, you could flip it college signing day. I mean, it, it is almost impossible to keep track of signing day. 
because you have the early one in December and then you've got the, 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 the traditional one in February and you're trying to keep track of, you know, hundred and however many, how division one football programs there are and trying to keep track of what everybody's bringing in. And it is not the same level of excitement or level of spotlight on the, the signing day versus the draft, except no, if you're a fan of, of that particular team, you're paying attention to it. It's much easier to focus on 32 teams and in college, you just focus on your team and it's right. It's a bigger crap shoot in college than it is in the pros. I mean, look how number ones are wrong from last year or maybe wrong, you know, three years out. Some of the players that got drafted three years ago, that's kind Tony of Mandridge. Well, yep. Ryan leaf. I mean, you can go down. Uh, what was his name? Jamarcus Russell. You can go down the list of all the people that have been drafted high and haven't worked out, but still the draft piece, I think is also one of those, it's a, I think it's a significant difference between them and the college game. And, yeah, and that's, on my, that's on my bucket list to, list to spend a weekend, hang out, watch the draft, you know, that sort of thing. I would tell you that the, that the uh, um, free agent market would also set the, NFL apart, but not anymore. Not with the not with the portal. It's the same thing. You know, you're you're trying to figure out who you can get, who you can pick up, and how. Yeah, well, high school is that way too. No open yep. enrollment yep. rules. So there you go. Yeah, hundred percent. So it it just it's interesting. So what do we got? What do we got? Pro or or positives for being a college fan of college football. I don't understand your question. What do you mean? It's the same thing. Same. So we talk, we talk positives for NFL. What are the positives for college? Oh, sorry. I thought you wanted me to list what we just said. Well, you know, uh, pro is, is professional colleges, amateur. And I know people will say, Oh, they get paid. They get this or that, but you know, it's a little bit, you identify with them. I think, I don't know. Some pro people really identify, you know, identify with the Cowboys, but I, I think college teams, there's much more when Iowa loses, I'm much more upset when the cow than when the Cowboys lose. Well, I would say alma mater has an awful lot to do with it too. You know, did you go to school there? Um, home state has a lot to do with it. You know, you, you take a look at not very many people that are from Iowa are not Iowa or Iowa state fans. I don't know if there's anybody from the state of Nebraska that grew up there that's not a Cornhuskers fan. You know, they just just don't have it. But, you know, I I think there's a there's a stronger sense of affiliation to whatever your home state is. Now, when you get into California and you get into Texas and you get into um, these other places that got six, seven, eight division one programs in it, it gets a little bit tougher, you know, from from that standpoint, as far as the loyalty. But when you're talking one, like Minnesota, Wisconsin, you, one school, that's a division one program. You probably have a little bit greater chance of, of gaining that support. I'd also say that, um, you know, there's tailgating at both. I think the college tailgating is different, but there's different tradition pageantry around college football. Sure. You know, every uh, college, the Hawkeyes have the wave different places. How have, how, um, they enter the field, 
you know, the, the walk that who LSU does the walk or something like that. Um, just all the different traditions around those things, I think is much different than the. the I would also tell you that Auburn, um, Auburn has two fewer trees than what they used to um, based on that yes. podcast they listened to. Oh, I'm telling you what, that was Mobituaries uh, was the name of the podcast. And that episode was unbelievable. That's just anyway. good old fashioned hate. Yes, it sure is. It's, I mean, a hundred percent. It is that, but the, I, I think one of the other things when it comes to, to college football is, is the fact that in all honesty, there's a good chance you don't know who's going to win when you walk into a game, you know, and, and when it comes to even Saturday, there were a few Hawkeye fans that were a little nervous about playing South Dakota state. Well, I was nervous about playing them. I mean, nobody, if you haven't watched South Dakota state play, you wouldn't understand why everyone should have right, been nervous, but, but it's the not an easy, have a much not closer an easy game. I, um, so if you're saying when it's big 10 versus big 10, I agree. Yes. Big rival. Now, if it's, if it's division one versus FBS, usually that's not the case. You know what I mean? And sure. when they can't predict the spread where it's Iowa and Wisconsin versus um, Northwestern. Yee. I'm not a big fan of, of that, especially if it's in Evanston. You know, in, in Iowa versus Purdue. Yeah. And David Bell. He'll, he's probably going to come back and find another year, even though he's in the pros. I just You're 600 I, more yards. Some of those games are, are the ones that no matter how good one team is versus the other, they somehow find them way, find a way to be close. So I think there's a little bit of that. And professionally, I mean, I think you would, you would anticipate if they play well, <clears throat> should be close, right? I mean, it's just like the, any other professional sport. It, in any time that two really good teams are playing each other, there's, it should be close. There shouldn't be a blowout one way or the other. Whereas football, college football, you do see that lopsided things. But I don't know. I, I, it, I don't know. You know, when you first brought this, this subject up, I was thinking, well, shoot, I'd pick. And then as I start thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know which one I would pick. I, you can only watch one? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And, and not yeah. so much. So... I guess one of the things that I should, I should talk about is oftentimes when I'm watching a college game, I would say that that, that has an easier time for me to translate into what we do in the high school level. So when I'm watching college football, it is not necessarily watching college football because, oh man, this is a great game. It is watching college football because I want to know what you're doing offensively and can I steal something? A lot of the things we run are straight out of Lincoln Riley's uh, playbook because I, I, would, I would record it and I go back and write it down. Our counter series, Lincoln Riley, hundred yeah. percent. No, I every Saturday when we get done watching film, I tell the defense, you know, watch some football. Just yeah. fifteen minutes of college, fifteen minutes of pro. But when you watch college, watch and learn because we yeah. some of the things they do, we do. I tweeted out. No, I didn't tweet out. I emailed our inside linebackers. Purdue was running a twist the way we we run twist, same exact way. And I was showing them, you know, because we had just talked about it. Then I said, watch pro for entertainment because those guys are all supermen. You know, they don't line up in their stance. They're standing straight up and they're just faster, bigger, stronger, smarter, all those things than the average football player. So 
I, uh, you know, I have that same sort of thing where I like to watch college, see what they do and see if there's an easy way to adapt it to what we do. Now, occasionally I will go back through and watch some more NFL things, but that's usually pass combinations. That is not necessarily run scheme just because of the way that they have things set up. But I am more of a fan, straight fan when it comes to the NFL, particularly one team. And then I am more of a student uh, when it comes to college, if that makes sense. I don't know if that made sense, but no, man, no, I, I, I'm still a fan same way. of college football, but I pay a lot closer attention to schemes and, and um, plays in the college level than I do the NFL level. I can, I can tell you this though, since NIL and those changes in the college ranks, um, I've started to like pro or the idea of pro a little bit more than college uh, because now the, now like the Hawkeyes, how are they going to compete with Alabama and LSU for NIL dollars and people getting offered a million dollars just to come to a school. And, you know, at Iowa's never going to program that's built that way They're you know, come play for us for four years, do all the things we ask you to do. And if you do, you might have a shot at getting into an NFL camp. I mean, that's their whole pitch. Um, and they've had some success with it, but now, boy, you're going to have to really recruit to tell some kid turn down a million bucks to come play football for us. 100%. And, that, and so the disparity of that bothers me greatly. And I, college football has become, I think, um, much more, uh, there's much more division, stratification amongst the, the haves and the have nots, even amongst the power five. It's like and in pro football, it's all, yeah. In pro football, it's all set up to, it's set up that it's, you know, everybody's got a 60-40 chance, you know. The uh, the old days, the big schools got all the scholarships and the and the little guys didn't get near as many. So that made a huge difference. I, I the the so the the one thing that I'm gonna talk about is a negative. The other thing is 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 a positive. The negative is <clears throat> I, I don't think there's a whole lot of loyalty from a coaching standpoint either. You know, and and it has to do an awful lot with money. That's why I'm so impressed with Matt Campbell sitting where he is and staying. I, I, I guarantee you there's more money out there for him. If he, if he wants to go oh, get hundred yeah. well, percent, I heard a rumor the other day that Matt Campbell is going to go to Nebraska because of everything they can offer. And I was kind of like, there's no way Matt Campbell's going to Nebraska. <laughs> I mean, um, he's yeah. waiting for, you know, he didn't get noted. Dame, he's waiting for Ohio State, something, Michigan. I'd be back home. Ohio State would be back home. Yeah. You know, the, the other thing Penn for me, State. so the, the positive then, I guess, the flip side for me, <clears throat> as much as I, I don't like the loyalty, you know, this is year 26 for me in the same spot. Um, the, the part that I, that I don't mind with that is, is that it's still the same guy, even though he's in a different spot, and I, I can still – steal stuff from him. You know, Lincoln Riley's still running a lot of the same stuff at USC that he was running at Oklahoma. And so I can still get things from him over there, even though he's not in the same spot, but um, I just I have don't, to turn your DVR on for 11 o'clock games. Right. Exactly. In much the big, later. In the big much 10. later. I just, I, I am USC versus Wisconsin at 11. Well, now it will be, <laughs> we got a chance of when that with them coming in, but the, the one thing for me, is again, I'm going to come back to it. I don't know that I could pick 
because they, they bring such a, a different vibe for me when it comes to watching and enjoying. You know, I, I am, if you know me, right, I, I am a Packers fan. And I, I whew, I'm all in on Green Bay. And if they're not playing, I don't know how much of, a, of an NFL game I'm going to watch. However, even when the Badgers are not playing, I will watch college football because that's a that's more of a not so much an entertainment but a learning opportunity for me so i think some people don't like to watch college football with me because i'll be like hey, <laughs> hey did you see that? that rewind that did you see what he wrong shouldered he wrong shouldered right there <laughs> look at that wrong shoulder oh i love it <laughs> also here's a negative for a pro it's it's a can be a little nba-ish at times oh sure you know like the titans get up 28 to nothing on the chiefs and 31-28. Yeah, it's tied by halftime. And you're just like, how is that? How that team that runs the ball, like the Titans, I mean, just the clock, that, that had to eat up yeah. four well, series. That yeah. had to eat up a quarter. No lead is ever safe. No lead is ever safe. Not, not with what they've got going on. And then once somebody gets it figured out or they can exploit one person, it's over. I mean, they're going yeah, to exploit up, it match up, match up. every single time and now you're sunk. NBA-ish in that way, too, that if you're a, you know, since it's a throwing league, if, oh, you're going to match this guy up with this guy in this formation, now we're going to find 18 ways to get to that type of formation. 100%. Or that look. I mean, it just, it's just different um, when it comes to that. And, I mean, we, Will and I had the opportunity to go watch the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors play on Christmas Day in Phoenix when we were out there. Watching those guys, it is unbelievable how much pressure, and I'm not talking about like external, oh, it's late in the game. I'm talking defensive pressure is on them. Doesn't matter. They can still make a shot anytime, anywhere on the floor can make it. It is unbelievable. Good. Yes. Yes. Good. (laughs) That's Prince playing basketball. Yeah, don't ever play Prince in basketball. Well, you can't as, anymore, but you could. Dave Chappelle as Dave Chappelle. Okay. Well, that's Charlie Murphy. Good. Do you have anything else to add with this one? No, I really like that. You picked the Cowboys and the Hawkeyes. So. Well, it was your idea. So what else was yeah. I going to pick? I couldn't pick anything else. Packers and the Badgers. No way. It wasn't my I've idea. Been waiting. I've been waiting for you to say, why is there nothing on defense called Wisconsin or Badger? I don't care. Oh, okay. We do a few things offensively like they do. Okay. Listeners, love your thoughts. We do. So some of that, some of that stuff um, that we do for O-line individual is from Wisconsin. Oh, I thought you meant like offensive plays. No. Although we do have, we have a couple that are in um, our tight, anyway, our bunch set, the, the passing combination, um, Psy 4, if you remember, Cy Four was from Wisconsin. All of that. I mean, so there's there's a few things that are in there. Anyway, we're gonna go Minor Field the second in our history. Okay, Minor Field the first uh, is, is no more. The impact is sitting on it currently. Minor Field the second opened on September second, two thousand and eleven, and it ran through two thousand and twenty one. And in the football world, that was 38 wins on Minor Field II and 13 losses. 
So 51 games, 75% winning percentage on the turf, the original turf, the OG turf, if you will. Four home playoff games, and we were three and one at home in playoff games on the old second round of minor field. Now we are minor field the third. So if anybody, if you, if I don't know if anybody noticed, I tweeted at some point in time, I put uh, hashtag minor field III. That was minor field the third because we won our first home game on that against uh, DSM Lincoln. So that's our history. That's our history. Yeah, well, I've been around for all those. You sure have. You sure have. Actually, it's scary how many people on staff, the football staff, were around for all those. Well, just the three of us. No, Steve, four. Chad. He's been there that whole time. Yep. Almost positive he was here. Since 2011? Almost positive. Maybe wow. not. Maybe he was later. Maybe he was later. Otherwise, it would just be the four. Me, you, Matt, and Steve. Of, of 10. That's not a lot. Schmitz would have been two. Yeah. Well, he's lifting weights. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of okay. Positive. This is a selfish one. I'm being selfish here. You ready? Jake and I and McMahon are back in the, uh, back in the high school. That, I don't think that's selfish. I think that's a shot. No, that's a positive. We're back. I know it's, I know it's a pot, but there's yeah. a little bit of shot in there. Like, oh, we're back. No, I, I am not. I don't know if I can properly explain to you the joy I have of not being down there. Because your there, room is hot? Well, okay, that's frustrating. But I also, and now, now that they showed me how to fill out work orders, every time my room's hot, I fill out a work order. So I don't really care. And I, I, I can be pesty. Um, I can be a pest. Anyway, not having to deal. I am, I am, I am a nine through twelve educator for a reason. Those sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. Those are the only issues I had last year. Were from sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, usually female. Mm. Um, with well, in the next couple of years, we'll probably take over all of the east wing. So then we can move you back down. That'll be okay. Now, I, the, the one thing I will tell you that I missed from that room is it was humongous and had absolutely endless amounts of storage. Yes, it did. All that part was nice. And... But other than that, yeah. being in the high school, being up there for everything is, is so nice. Walking to a staff meeting, I, I can show up early because I didn't have to leave 10 minutes before. It just, it is being back. It's not a shot. It is just a, a, a joy to be back in high school. That's all. And now we're, now we're batting again tomorrow. Yes. Um, also, I could also hop in the confessional and tell you that I was at work really, really early this morning. Do you know why? Uh -uh. There was a threat of me not having my parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> I told Basinger, if you want, I, apparently, if you want me to come to school early, tell me that you took the whole top level away and everybody can park on the north side or the east side. I'm showing up early to make sure that I have a spot. And I have my spot. I was here plenty early. So what time did you arrive? Uh, that's I don't want to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> like 610. Well, you weren't there when I was there. 605, 610. I was what? I was, <clears throat> sure Your was. truck wasn't there. It sure was. Oh, maybe I thought it was. It sure was. Oh. 
It was sitting in my spot. Cause I, I, rather than me doing practice plans and everything here, I just went up to school and did them. And then Robin, Robin, um, was, was cleaning. And he finally, he peeked his head in and he's like, I waited to do your room last. So I wasn't bothering you. And I'm like, you can come in anytime. You're not bothering me. And I was finishing up practice plans at that point in time. So I will probably you, be up there. You could have got your you could have got your spot at seven fifteen. I wasn't I wasn't willing to chance it. I will probably be up early, just as early tomorrow, to do practice plans as I'm waiting for our seven a.m. meeting. So, just that. Okay. Anyway, here's a recap. Number one, minor field. The second, history. The at-risk group back in the high school as a positive questions. What is your favorite part of fall? And are you a gas or wood fire pit? And then Papa burger, right? That, that section about college versus pro football. What do you got? What are your thoughts? And, and hopefully we're back uh, on track here as far as being a little bit more regular so we can take care of some of this feedback. And then if you are so inclined and you want to get yourself a uh, talking the walk t-shirt, Check out the link in Instagram and check out the link in Twitter. Follow that link and go ahead and get yourself a, a t-shirt. And I can't remember, I thought Cole said somewhere around 21 to $25 with shipping, handling, tax, and that whole bit um, <clears throat> would be the, it's like six said 12 bucks. to 15. What's that? I thought he said 12 to 15. But it's $6 for shipping plus whatever it is for tax or $7 for shipping plus the tax and everything. You're now... Somewhere in between that $21 to $25 range. Um, and, and I think quantity also makes a little bit of a difference. So um, it's out there if you want to. So well, unfortunately, nobody at my house is rushing to order one. Not yet. Maybe Hugh. Somebody, somebody will be. Hugh's the only one who comes down and visits us and the That's, dog. Did you hear the dog? It, it attacked me. Yeah. Well, Mary's excited. Yeah. And Hugh does make a make an appearance almost every time that we do it. So let us know what you think of the microphone for me. And then, of course, Scallon is back with his microphone for a second episode of him recording that. So hopefully this makes a difference. Sounds beautiful. It's clear. And uh, that's all I got. So this is episode 84, Cowboys versus Hawkeyes. It is September 6, 2022. I am Paul Patterson signing off. Thanks for listening. I'm Scallon. Have a good night. Closing time. Thank you for listening to the Talking the Walk podcast show. Yeah.